Welcome to Safety Bites, a weekly podcast on all things related to workplace safety, hosted by me, Jason Schaffenbuhl. The thoughts expressed in this podcast are based upon my opinion and general best practices, which may not apply to all listeners. Always consult with a qualified professional before making any changes in your organization. There isn't a question if you should be providing your employees with training on responding to an active shooter, a person with a knife, or other incidents of workplace violence. The real question is what training you should provide and how realistic should it be. When deciding on the training, consider the following things. First, talk to your local law enforcement agency. There is no standard training methodology for active shooter response. The Department of Homeland Security developed the concept of run, hide, fight, which has been widely adopted. Alert, lockdown, inform, counter, and evacuate is a technique that is popular with schools. There are other methods taught as well. The key is to coordinate your response with that of your local law enforcement officials. Second, think about what would be appropriate for your type of business. Where do your employees work? Are they in your building, in the community, or in another employer's workplace? Do you have security controls in place to keep unauthorized people out? Or does your business rely upon customers and clients being able to freely interact in your workplace? These are all factors that impact the decisions that need to be made when developing the training. There has been little research on the best response to situations of active violence. It's also not possible to truly test one hypothesis over another because each circumstance is unique, nor are we going to subject individuals to real-life violence to see how they respond. It's just not ethical. Plus, people would quit. The key is to have a plan and provide training on that plan so employees know how to react in a manner consistent with what local law enforcement expects to happen. When you decide to train, make sure you're aware of the physical and psychological harm that can be caused by some of the training methods. Too often I see overzealous trainers storm a business where employees aren't aware they are part of the training. They simulate an attack by pulling realistic-looking weapons, taking hostages, and shooting Nerf guns or throwing tennis balls at employees. Employees respond in unexpected ways like attacking the trainers, pulling weapons, damaging property, along with other undesirable responses. From this, we see serious physical injuries, including broken bones, dislocated knees, shoulders, and elbows, as well as psychological trauma. Training doesn't have to feel real to be powerful and effective. A non-threatening environment is the most conducive to learning what to do, along with repeated practice. Think about how you practice fire or severe weather drills. We don't light your building on fire to make sure you get out safely. Learning is not effective during a high-stress situation because your mind is in primeval mode to protect yourself, not learn. So if you're experiencing the threat of a full-force, full-speed training session, you're most likely spontaneously reacting to what is happening and not learning to enhance future performance. It is better to learn in a slower-paced environment where employees are not being actively attacked so you can help them practice what to do repeatedly until the response becomes natural. Not that we want a response to workplace violence to become natural. Run-hide-fight is based upon running, escaping if possible from the harmful situation, hiding if escape is not possible, including barricading yourself in a safe place, and fighting only as a last resort. Fighting doesn't exclusively mean a traditional fistfight. It also includes anything you can do to incapacitate the attackers, including throwing items at them. Almost every room, office, and facility has items that can be used as weapons. As I sit in my office recording this, I could throw my cell phone, desk phone, chairs, books, stapler, those types of items. When training on run, hide, fight, you do not need employees running through your facility. 
The best way to train employees on what to do is to have them learn in a paced, non-threatening manner. Have employees identify exits, including non-traditional exits such as windows and how they can be used in an emergency. Practicing this in a non-threatening environment allows them to assess their environment so they can make better decisions when an actual threat occurs. Again, learning in a paced, non-threatening manner allows employees to be more open to what their options are and how to utilize those options should they ever be needed in a real-life situation. So, if you're not providing training on workplace violence, active shooter response, please start implementing a plan to do so, considering the information provided. If you are providing such training, be sure the training is structured in such a manner to engage employees in a manner to help them develop skills and awareness in a situation that does not threaten them physically or psychologically. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me next week. Until then, create a safer workplace and email me if you have any questions or suggestions.